I don't know what it is about these meds. Yeah. But it has fucked up my sleeping schedule. Which I j- which ones are you on again? Uh, Vralar. That's the bitch. Yeah, that's the one, which I'm adjusting to and all that. But, like, I took a nap at 4.30 and just woke up, like, 45 minutes ago. Jesus Christ. Truly an I want, old woman. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to make sure I could get through the recording tonight because I past couple nights been crashing at, like, 9. Fair. Like, like a geezer. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom took a nap for like four hours this afternoon, the other of whom stayed awake like an actual adult. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And I'm Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns. I thought you were going to make a comment about how I am just constantly flooded with Red Bull and nicotine at this point. Although I am backing off the nicotine, to be fair. Uh, but it is still Red Bull. Well, you definitely need to back off the nicotine for the uh, top, top surgery. surgery. Yeah, because otherwise my blood blood veins will get very, very little and my nipples will fall off. Which is cool. Horrifying. Oh, awful. Deeply upsetting. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's get you off of that. Me, on the other hand, I'm quitting smoking, which has been absolute hell which honestly the nap this afternoon was more just to like not be sitting there going i want a cigarette Mm, that's honestly if you knock out can't can't think about cigarettes unless your subconscious conjures up (laughs) a horrible horrible sleep paralysis dream in which a a giant cigarette stands in your corner with red glowing eyes and forces you to smoke it right although i am admittedly thinking i should probably just go buy a pack and like ration it out and it might be easier Mm. Because I realized I still ha- I still had um I don't anymore. I still had some rolling tobacco. Okay, gotcha. So I just had a couple of uh, rollies before nice. we started recording. Okay. So now I actually feel functional. Shit. Whereas Eesh. most of the day I've just been a complete and total. Uh, this is the nub of what's left. Christ God. Yeah, I trust you've. <laughs> This is mean. I trust you've been a delight during the whole process, because that is, oh, it is rough getting off shit like that. When did you start I've smoking? I've been tired. Mm. I've been tired through the whole process. Yeah, I mean, nicotine I started, does keep you up, so. I started smoking when I was in a school of music. Okay. Because one of the, what I would do, I'd be, I'd be rehearsing for hours and hours, so I'd step out and have a smoke with all the other guys that smoked and whatnot, because everybody smoked. Like a but, community um, thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much hang outside bitch about the professors that kind of thing that's a cool vibe you would have been like a cool coming of age movie yeah but i I started when i was like 21 not doing it a whole lot but then like around 25 26 kind of ramped up on it and then i got rough then oh really then i quit actually for uh about two and a half to three years wow uh doing vape okay gotcha gotcha gotcha. but then I, i i i fell back into it again and then i quit again for a solid year when I'd started my HRT stuff. Cool. But then I fell off the wagon again on January 6th. Okay. Oh, the... no, never mind. That's understandable. Yeah, doing Ooh. all that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I, I really need a cigarette right now because the country is falling apart. Yeah, you're like, well, if this is the end of the world, I mean, doesn't fucking matter, huh? Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that, and therein lies my problem. Mm. Because uh, the news segments I have this week, there hasn't been a whole lot of, like... Fun news that I could just sort of drop in here. No. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right down to it. Okay. And jump us right into the news. 
This is a headline from the Washington Post. Uh, oh, that liberal rag of a paper. Ah, uh, yeah. How a heat dome is pushing extreme temperatures to new heights in the West. Is that phrased as a good thing? No. That Well, it's, it's phrased as kind of a neutral thing, but... Okay. Basically, there is a giant heat wave covering the entire western half of the United States all the way up to the Mississippi. Oh, I'm sure that's good. <laughs> so, west of the Mississippi to the Pacific, a huge heat wave that has pushed record temperatures. Palm Springs, California matched its highest temperature ever recorded, soaring to 123 degrees. Fucking Christ. Death, Death Valley hit 128. Oh, my uh, Phoenix God. Phoenix hit 118, which is the earliest the city has observed a temperature this high in the course of a year. Uh, Denver has been over 100 degrees uh, for three straight days. Denver, Colorado? Holy Denver, shit. Colorado. I, that explains what I saw on TikTok. There was one where a girl put out various, uh, she like glued various items to canvases and set them outside in the blazing Arizona sun. And she had like crayons, birthday candles, gummy bears, stuff like that, just to see how long it would take all of them to melt. Because the idea was like heat art. We used to do that in middle school, but you would do it with like a blow dryer. And she's like, you know what? This is going to be authentic as shit. And the gummy yeah. bears died immediately and the candles fell off. So... It's uh, it's not looking too hot out there, or rather, uh, no, it is. It's lo- it's it's looking pretty hot out there. It's not looking too cold out there. <laughs> it's not looking too cool out there. <sighs> Meanwhile, here in Florida, we're actually having um relatively decent weather because we've got the Gulf. Listen. I just sat outside for like an hour in a park, most gorgeous park in town. I love it. Big ass tree, grass, cottage, cute as cute as shit. But uh, it was like 90 degrees out and I was in like pants and I had my sleeves rolled up but only to the elbow and there's only so much you can do. And also I am a furnace. So that was very, very cool. Uh, also just fuck ton of bug bites. But those photos, ah, they're gonna be so cute. So cottagey. So like fairy like, ah, ah, I'm so excited. We also I'm, got I'm... little matchy necklaces. Very excited. Aww. So sweet. Yeah, that's the news on the heat dome. It then goes into talking about how the heat dome works. Mm-hmm. and has a diagram for it. Fun. Uh, basically, hot air rises on the outside of it, but there's a high-pressure system in the middle that forces the hot air back down again. Mm. So it's like cycling itself around. Yeah, and basically Yeesh. compressing it, which makes it even hotter. So it just kind of just, it just sits there and just... Oh, God. A really hot, a really hot dome of air. It's like in the middle of the summer when you click the little button in your car that makes it filter the same air through instead of bringing air in from the outside. But I don't really understand it because if the air's already hot, like why isn't it getting cooler? I'm using the same goddamn air. I don't really get it. Uh, I, I don't pretend to understand how that works in a car. I think the idea is that if it's real stinky outside, you could keep the stink out and the good stuff in. But the heat, mm, eh, well, it's still there. Yeah, the heat does not go away, which I, again... I've been staying mostly inside and avoiding outside because uh, one of the side effects of my meds is they're like, hey, don't get too hot. Oh, what then? Well, they don't, they don't really say and they also <laughs> don't describe. They also oh, don't no. really describe what too hot actually is. Great. Okay, that's super helpful. That's real good. Oh, man. Speaking of meds, um, we'd love to have a little HRT chat. Because uh, taking a glance at the photos today, I only saw a couple, but I realized I was like, damn, I 
really have no idea what my body looks like. <laughs> I realize that like the idea of my body I have in my head is certainly not the one that I have outside. Um, I think the kids call it dysphoria. Um, it's super not cool, but it's, it's weird because I realized testosterone has brought on my shoulders and I didn't notice it happening. Like, obviously like look in the, my shoulders are thick as hell. I'm shaped like a goddamn square. I look like a Roblox character. This is great. Um, problem is I still have, um, birthing hips. So it's a weird combo in terms of like going from square to pear. It's deeply confusing. So I, I, I really, Oh, also, also, uh, fat redistribution. Totally forgot that uh, fat from my ass is going to my tummy. Forgot about that as well. So I'm like, looking at the photos and I'm like, I look like that. I'm like so confused by it. And I'm like, I know these are like logically like good changes, but the combination of the good changes and the weird body is producing something very, very fascinating. So uh, yeah, I, that's what made me realize that I've avoided looking in full length mirrors for a few months now. And I really only ever see myself when I'm doing my hair, brushing my teeth, which is shoulders up. So whatever is happening like below my tits is none of my business. Gotcha. See, in my case, I have the bro- I still have the broader shoulders because mm. I went through the the, the dude Long puberty. puberty. Yeah, yeah. My shape is I am starting to hourglass a little bit. That's fun. But, but I'm still a bit more of a rectangle. Okay, corsets. Uh, what? No, I I I hate having stuff squeeze. Understandable. Uh, you I do wear IBS. very breezy clothes. Except for those skinny yes. ass jeans. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I wear breezy clothes except for skinny ass jeans because IBS. The last <laughs> thing I need is something squeezing me. <laughs> Your body's doing the squeezing for you. We don't need any more. Exactly. I'm, I, I, that's why my clothing tends to be kind of utilitarian. That's understandable. Uh, Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. But no, like my proportions, like I have less of a gut than I did, which is Word. nice. Yeah, I, I I I don't like having that up front because it made me feel dysphoric. Are you getting but a fat ass? I'm, uh, my thighs and ass are getting larger. Yes, good for you. Mike has got a fat I, ass, y'all. This is great. I, I am very enthusiastic about that. But <laughs> what I'm not enthusiastic about, and this is still this, my biggest source of dysphoria, is the facial hair. Yeah, and the neck hair. And the neck hair. How's that process going? I mean, I can't afford that shit right now. Okay. Didn't you have like a little rolly thing? What was that? I can't remember what it was called. Oh, I had an epilator, but That's I don't use one. it on my... Not using that on my face. It hurts too much. Okay, okay, okay. Because it rips the hair out. And oh, your face is God. like... Yeah, and your face is like the highest concentration of nerves in your body. So, oh. I mean... I feel like yeah, I, that's the kind of thing wanna... like where you'd have to get like zooted as shit beforehand in order to tolerate it. Like when I got my stick and poke a couple years ago, I went in sober. I'd never even gotten a regular tattoo and stick and pokes hurt. Oh, immeasurably more so. It's, it's just stabbing you with a needle, but it's agonizingly slow because it's not in a gun. Uh, and halfway through, I had my friend Avi uh, bring me like 12 grams of kratom because I was like, bitch, I don't want to be here for this. This sucks so bad. Yeah, and then I know I tried getting zooted. I tried getting zooted and getting it some of it done, but it just it doesn't go far enough. Yeah, I also started. I tried a new injection site for my tea because I had been doing it on my thighs, and I think I mentioned this before. But testosterone obviously builds muscle. Um, Yes, but that means that my thighs, which were which were soft and supple as a I don't know baby's butt. I don't think I can say that soft and supple. What's soft and supple? 
As soft and supple as a soft and supple thing. Soft and supple as Aphrodite's Yiddies. Um, they're now uh, fucking rock hard, dude. Like, <laughs> they are very firm, which is good, I guess, for um, trans reasons, but uh, extremely painful for my uh, weekly shooting up sesh. So it's super not ideal. Um, so I was like, I need to find an alternative. Apparently, you can uh, put it in your ass, but you have to have somebody else yep. do that. Um, yep. And you can also put it in your stomach. Um, and I remember mom used to have to put injections in her stomach, and I can't remember what it was for. And I was like, that seems untenable, horrifying, deeply upsetting. Yes. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, the legs hurt so much. Like, I wasn't even... I wasn't even getting the needle all the way in. I was like, this, this, we cannot. I know, I know. It's like, I cannot uh. keep on like this. So I tried it in my tummy and it didn't, it didn't really hurt so much, but I felt it more than I would have liked to, which was weird. Yeah. It's so bad. I know, I'm I know. I'm curling up like a shrimp as you're describing this right now. I like, know. This is, I hate needles. That's why I didn't go the injection route. I go with the little pill that I take a couple times per day mm-hmm. and that that is good enough for me i told them i was like could i please do the pills or the lotion because that seems to work great for people and basically they were like no your insurance company hates you and every other trans person on the face of the planet and i was like of of course they do why wouldn't they um and so for some reason i went to planned parenthood who've been so great and so helpful throughout the whole process that was on your recommendation actually uh and they literally got me testosterone the fucking day of rather than give me the giving me the runaround and making me wait three months like the first endocrinologist did um but they basically said like no, injections are really your only option. And I was like, okay, I guess I will go choke. <laughs> um, so I've had to deal Oof. with that fear of needles. Like, whenever I got vaccines as like a kid, if I heard at the beginning of the appointment I was going to have to get a vaccine at the end of it, I would have a breakdown. It's like breakdown crying. I'm like 16 oh, yeah. years old freaking out in the fucking, uh, in like the waiting room. It was horrifying. Um, but it, like, I've, I've actually, I've gotten better about shots and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, as I've been dealing with HRT stuff because I still have to get blood drawn every three months. Me too. Twinning. And it was a hundred and forty two dollars last time I got money. Why? What yeah. the fuck? What changed? That no, no, that's just how much they charge me each time I get blood drawn. And I have to get it done once every three months and Fuck then it I have a. then I have a follow up appointment after that, and that's like hundred twenty dollars right there. Oh. Because well Planned Parenthood based is on your income. Okay. Oh man. And I do earn enough that I have to pay that much. Yeah. But I'm still, I'm, my take home's like 40K a year. Yeah. Like, that's pretty decent given the average. Unfortunately, right now, the U.S. is something like 28K a year. Yeah. So I'm above average, but I'm not that. Healthcare shouldn't be that expensive for anyone. It's it's some bullshit. No, definitely not. No. Yeah, mine was lower than that last time but still a fair amount to fork out um and like it sucks so bad because the last time i went i didn't realize i was gonna have to get shot but i dealt with it and then oh this is fun more hrt updates i had my telehealth appointment on monday which was like the follow-up where they could tell me the results of my blood work and they were like uh your t levels are looking great you had been at 413 the first time you're now at 450 i believe the range for cis men is 400 to 900 but don't quote me on that because i don't remember and i won't look it up um so my t levels are looking great you know what else is looking great my red blood cell count has gotten a lot higher and apparently what that means is that i now have 
thick-ass blood, which also means that my heart has to work way harder in order to pump said blood, which mm. now means I have to just chug water like a fish in heat and just all day long. All I'm ever doing is chugging water, um, which actually reminds me I need to do that. Water break. Well, that's why you're so... That's why you're so hot all the time, because your blood is so thick. Uh, Meanwhile, mine, my blood is obviously thinner. So I'm running I, cold. I, 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 like, running a cold. <laughs> like a reptile. Like a reptile. But yeah. That what did what did this what did this what did the snake say when he when he couldn't get when he couldn't get it up during a, a one night stand? I'm sorry, this has never happened before. I have a reptile dysfunction. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Boo. That should be a segment where I come with a bad joke on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna insert some angry crowd noises. No, here. the people love me. The people love me. Give me a baby to hold for a picture. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness, I've got to get the thing with the hair worked out. But the problem is the facial hair rather worked mm. out. But the problem is. My FSA, which I'm, lu- I'm I have a job that I'm lucky enough I have an FSA card, mm-hmm. which for the listener that doesn't know what that is, it's where you basically make a bet at the beginning of each year that I'm probably going to spend this much money on healthcare, and then they automatically put that much money onto a card, and then throughout the year they deduct it from your paycheck. Oh. But the thing is, you're guessing. Yeah. So I guessed and I guessed wrong. Oh. And now I'm, like, out of money. How are you supposed to know? You're supposed to base it on your previous years, I guess, and hope that you don't get into any kind of accident or emergency. Yeah, but shit gets worse and worse every year. Oh, man. I I know, right? So, yeah, so I, I like, ran out and realized, oh, shit, I have to have double because I'm spending, like, therapies 40 bucks a pop, and then my psychiatrist visits, like, 50 bucks a pop, and then, Mm -hmm. like, I've got all the meds and stuff that I'm, like, doing. Yeah. Which... By the way, listeners, I'm sorry that this has been kind of a medical bummer of an episode. It's just that all this stuff is popping up at the same time, and it, it is underneath the oeuvre of what it is to be trans in the United States. That's what I was about to add, because I feel like a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, uh, most of them are queer, in my view. At least my, my crowd is queer. I don't know so much about yours, but you know. Um, I have no idea about my crowd. Word. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just a fuck ton of trans people follow me, which is great. I love it. And also a fuck ton of them are pre-transition, like, teenagers or college students um, who are going to need to know this stuff. So, honestly, it's uh, it's a little bit of, of a bummer because it's tricky, but, I mean, it is stuff you're going to need to go moving forward because, like, it ends up mm-hmm. being an investment, which sucks ass because it should not cost that much just to try and be in a body that you feel okay in. No, seriously. Like, there's no reason I should have to shell out this much just so I can feel less disassociated from my corporeal form. Right. Like, a minor trigger warning uh, for people who uh, can be affected by discussions of suicide. But, like, the reason that, like, the rates of trans suicide are so fucking high, it it directly correlates to the lack of trans health care in this fucking country. Like... Oh, yeah. And how we're treated. Exactly. Like not having a community and not having the resources you need in order to not, like you said, not be dissociated from your body and like feel fucking okay in it. So you're not like disconnected from society. Like shit, man. That's a bummer, but fuck. It's true, huh? Well, speaking of a bummer, on to the next news segment. Oh, God damn it. 
Last week, temperatures above the Arctic Circle in Siberia reached 108 degrees. This is all that could have fit in the last article. All these are the same. They're all about climate change killing us all. Climate change is the only news that's happened this week. I've that is been not like, true, but... That is true. Hey. I've been watching the news, and the main news has been, hey, this weather? Holy shit. Mm. But no, the, I'm talking about the other side of the planet. Like, the heat dome is over the U.S. right now. Yeah. Uh, this was in Siberia mm. that the temperature hit 108 degrees. Mm. That's, hey, that's terrifying. That's- yeah, it's not... It's not great. It also makes quitting smoking hard. Yeah, I feel like maybe maybe Siberia, which is notorious for being extremely cold, so cold it can kill you, and very snowy all the time, I feel like maybe it is not supposed to get uh, up to 108, much less up to fucking 50. Like, what? I, I shouldn't have gotten anywhere near that. Like, if someone yeah. told me that the Arctic had hit, like, 60 degrees, I'd be worried. Christ, God, we're almost double that at this point. Yeah, so part of what we're going to be seeing more than likely within the next uh, few years, and I don't mean decades, I mean probably years, is large sections of the planet that people have been living in are going to become basically uninhabitable Mm. during portions of the year. So we're going to start seeing a lot more climate refugees. Yeah, yeah. And then like, if people who are climate deniers are in power... Where the fuck are those people going to go? Like, there's already, like, immigration crises across the fucking globe. They've, uh, they've stopped denying. Really? Yeah. That has been a trend over the past couple of years. Fascinating. The politicians that had been denying climate change now are not denying it. What they're saying is, well, it's going to happen. So we just have to live with it. Y'all are bonkers and fucking yonkers. You'll do anything but work towards a solution, huh? And the fact that the solution is literally, like, within our reach. There is enough money, enough resources on the fucking planet, in the fucking country for that matter, to save yeah. everyone. Jeff Bezos has enough money to fix world hunger. And you know what he's doing? He's launching himself into space. Ah! <laughs> Which, once again, once again, Jeff and Mark Bezos, we hope you have a memorable trip. <laughs> asterisk by memorable, but the, but the asterisk is redacted. <laughs> we hope... We hope your trip is uh, one for the history books. Hell of a time. Yeah, those are the only two news things I could find this week because everything else was like, uh, I mean, do you want to talk about the uh, shooting that happened, I think, yesterday Mm. where a guy went on a shooting spree specifically killing cops? Holy shit. Managed to kill a cop, but was stopped by a quote unquote good guy with a gun. Oh, man. Who was then killed by the cops? Holy shit. The good guy? Yeah. Holy the, shit. The good guy with the gun stopped the shooter, had pacified the situation, the cops showed up, and they killed the good guy with the gun. Plot twist on fucking plot twist. I did not see that shit coming. Holy shit. So isn't the idea with the with the NRA and Second Amendment bitches, isn't the idea that if they can't carry their guns, they won't be able to protect themselves in situations where someone else has a gun? Uh-huh. You know, that's crazy. Uh, given the fucking so, uh, fucking uh, circumstances, that's so not seems, looking too hot. Yeah, so it seems like the whole good guy with a gun talking point doesn't work when your cops just shoot everything exactly like 
they're like, no one is allowed to have gun uh, guns except for the militaristic state. You know what this means, though? Hmm. If they want their talking point to hold, we got to defund those police and take their guns <laughs> away. Oh, fuck yeah. It's, because it's obvious the police, the police are not good judges of the situation. And we no. just can't have them go. We can't have them going around shooting good guys with guns without exactly. saving the rest of us. Those poor folks, the poor good guys with guns. Those poor good guys with guns. Yeah. I mean, there was also the sentencing of uh, George Floyd's murder- murderer. Um, uh, Derek Chauvin got yeah. 22 and a half years, which... wonder about the half. Why, why the fucking half? I don't get uh, it. They were counting time already served. What the... F- okay, 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 whatever, okay. Also, Ooh. I feel like he should have got longer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've seen a ton of people on Twitter, like, discussing it and how, like... It just feels fucking hollow because it's like, it, I don't know, it it doesn't feel like enough. And then also like, how much would be enough? Like it was a fucking atrocity. Like I I ugh. like I don't have anything eloquent to say about it other than like it sucks ass and he sucks ass and I can't wait for him to go to hell. You know. See, that's why I said there's no news this week. Everything <laughs> just kind, yeah. everything just kind of sucks right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what's happened on the home front. What, uh, what good stuff is happening? Well, of course, Shiloh oh, just moved the, in. Oh, there you go. Delightful. Um, and it's uh, you were just celebrating Shiloh's birthday. Yeah, yesterday they just turned twenty. Real exciting. Um, it's a uh, it's a good time. Really, really fun. Glad we got that that set of moving over with. And of course, we'll have to do it two more times because uh, yay. Yeah, because their lease ended uh, uh, midway through June. And so they moved in with me at my current apartment, and then this lease ends end of July, and then there's a two-week gap until our new cottage uh, on August 15th. So we are going to have to put our shit in storage at the end of July, be restless for two weeks, wander around, wander the streets, live in an RV, you know, the fucking vibes. And then- You know you're, go- you know you're going to be in our guest room, right? Uh, yeah. I, can can you let me sound cool for a podcast? Like just for a goddamn fucking minute. Will you let me sound cool for a podcast? No. I'm gonna, gonna wander like, this I'm gonna wander the streets for fourteen days. You can wander the streets for fourteen days all you want, but you know you're gonna be crashing in my guest room. Okay, I will wander the streets for fourteen days, but I will also come home at nights, but I will also leave before the sun rises so you will never see me. So you will never know I'd been there until you notice look, that all your bagels are gone. <laughs> look, given how early I've been going to bed the last several nights for whatever reason. There is a good chance I may never see you because I'll be in bed by like 8 p.m. Then I'll, well, actually, no, because then I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. like I've been (laughs) doing, which, oh my God, my sleep is so messed up right now. Also, your fucking dogs would absolutely wake up and alert you. Um, Oh, yeah, they would. Oh, for sure. But uh, I'll wander the streets slash stay in Micah's guest room for two weeks. Um, Whatever I decide to do, I'm just going to feel out the vibes. Um, And then we're going to get to move into the new place uh, after taking our shit out of storage, uh, putting it all back in there. Well, when you're at my place for two weeks, I got plans for things we can watch. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to sh- I want to show you Max Headroom, the TV show from the uh, 80s. I have it all on DVD. I'm so excited. And we can uh, maybe talk about some of that on the podcast. I would love that. I think that'd be so fun. You also mentioned doing that for a Patreon episode, but I think it would be delightful to do like media reviews as well on the podcast. Yeah, just, you know, just odds and ends every now and then. Because bitches just love what we have to say. It's me. I'm bitches. I like listening to this podcast. So <laughs> I don't do it for y'all. I do it for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was going to say, I also draw my opinions on media. And, uh, yeah, I just figured, you know, we could watch a couple of movies and stuff that you've never seen before, and we can... Uh, I love that. I think that'd be stellar. Chat about that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of opinions on media, great segue, by the way. Um, ooh, we should have a... This is, again, off topic. We should have a drop. If we end up doing, like, media discussions, we should come up with a cool name for it and do a little drop. Um, but, like I was saying, great segue. We were going to chat about nostalgic video games that we experienced in our childhood well nostalgic media we experienced in our childhoods because you mentioned second life and i want to hear all about that insane that's not nostalgic game. media that's not nostalgic media the, the uh, second life bit. started second life started in the in the mid aughts and while you may have been still losing baby teeth at the time uh i grown up was not and also Sure, I'll talk about Second Life. You can have uh, nostalgia for something you experienced in your early adulthood. I don't have nostalgia for it, though. That's the thing. Really? No. Nothing? No, I did it for a bit. It was a way to kind of uh, explore and express myself. Uh, for people who don't know, Second Life is a online game where you pay real money to dress up your little doll person on screen. You pay real money for it? Oh, yeah, well, you'd you have to buy, buy the game, but do you have to buy fits? You don't have to buy the game. Oh. The game is free. So it's like Roblox. So you get the game for free, but you have to buy all the add-ons in order to look cool, because otherwise everyone else knows you're a poor. Well, no. No, no, no. You don't have to buy anything. You can learn how to script and build and create your own thing, but I don't have the time or energy or brain capacity for that. So I ended up spending money. And you don't have to spend a ton to have a good-looking character, mm -hmm. but... Full disclosure, at the time, I did spend, like, a hundred-something bucks. Over a span, Over the span of, like, a year and a half, two years, mm. uh, buying clothes and getting my character set up. I can't judge. Uh, over the span of a couple years, that's, yeah, that's less than I probably made mom spend on Webkins at the time, so. Yeah, like, think, like, 20 bucks a month. Okay. So, like, 20 bucks a month, you spend a hundred bucks in five months. Yeah. So, over a couple years, I was doing, like, ten bucks a month, maybe. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, it's like... At, 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 at this point in time, that's a Starbucks drink. Right, like that's a subscription to, I don't know, someone's Patreon where you can get NSFW furry art, you know? Exactly. And I am not speaking from experience for the listeners who will tweet at me. I am uh, speaking from experience. I was going to say, he's wearing cat ear ah, headphones shit. right now. So, shit, I mean, you got me. <laughs> it's a little bit obvious, but there's no shame. There's no shame in furry art because on Second Life, I was a furry. Really? I I had a fruit bat avatar. That's so fun. And I dressed her up. However, this is where I first started realizing more of my whole genderness. I was about to say, I dressed her up. <laughs> well, I started dressing him up. Okay. And then was like, well, this isn't great. Oh. And then it went from like, oh, I'll try the femboy thing for a bit. And then okay. it went from femboy to, oh, her. Nice. I'm going to look up uh, the fruit bat outfit from Second Life because I would like to get a good idea of what we're working with. Uh, there's many different ones. And, like, I had one decades. Well, not decades, but, like, decade and some ago. Wait, I haven't played the game. These are kind of cute because you still get the sexy little human body, but you're you're given the wings in the face. Yeah? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's basically what I had, yeah. That's fun. I sent you something in Discord if it's sending. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, let me take a look at it. I'm going to find that in my camera roll later, and I'm going to shit myself in fear. I need to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 
mine did not look like that. I did have the option of having the wings that come out the back, mm. but I preferred wings that come out the arms because okay, you know that's it's what wings. a fruit bat is. Oh, it's she wings, has yeah. she has chains around her feet. That's fun. But yeah, you could buy uh, various uh, bits for your avatar to make your shape and all that, and make your 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 person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy outfits and pieces of outfits and whatnot. So, like for instance, you could buy like an underwear pack for like fifty lindens. Lindens. Like, lindens is the currency they use in the game. Where the that fuck you did buy- that come? I would like to know the etymology of lindens. Linden Labs is the company. That's why. That's fun. Yeah, you have to buy Lindens with actual money mm. that you can then use to pay other creators who already made things that maybe you don't have the opportunity to learn how to make, etc. Just like Roblox. And, but if you make stuff, you can sell stuff, and then you get Lindens for it, ah. and then you can sell the Lindens back for actual money. Smart. So there are people, there are people who kind of make you know some cash on the side or even make a living on Second Life mm. uh, making outfits or being DJs at various clubs. You can... There are clubs you can go to where they'll have like people, someone doing like a DJ stream, uh-huh. and you can tip the DJ. They'll, they'll take requests, like you know that kind of thing. And your avatar is dancing around all that. I did a lot of that. Uh, also, full disclosure, uh, Second Life. Um, Can't you have sex with people? It exists because of sex. There's a <laughs> lot of fucking. There's so much fucking. It would not exist without the fucking. It would have oh, collapsed man. eons ago without it. So you just kind of have to accept that. There are some areas that are safe for work that you can wander around. There are some areas that are not safe for work that you can wander around. Do they warn you? They do warn you. Okay. And there are areas that are kind of there are areas that are kind of neutral, but there's no guarantee in any of those areas that you're not going to see someone just walk by hanging dong. Great. Yeah, I was I was thinking that could be fun to stream, but I refuse to get uh, temporarily risk. banned because someone wanted to have his whole dick out. Yeah, too, it's way too high risk to stream. Yeah. Maybe, maybe no. Yeah. That sounds like a delight, though. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I met other people on there uh, who were furries and other people who were trans and, and kind of made some friends and that kind of thing. And then after a point, I ended up uh, not playing the game nearly as much because I ended up homeless. Ah, uh, yep. That was that time period. Okay, I was actually about to ask which, like, which years, like, what time period were you playing them? So that was, what, 2008, yep. 2009? Yep, I started playing around the end of my my uh, first marriage. Mm. Boy, that makes a lot of sense, huh? Well, I was lonely as shit, for one thing. Needed some kind of escape. Second life, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I ended up homeless, and I stopped playing it nearly as much, which actually, honestly, I've debated, like, maybe I should go back in and make another character and run around and that kind of thing. Hop back on. But But it's been so long, and I don't feel like spending money to make a character again. Fair. And that kind of thing. And plus, I already have so many other games I'm playing right now. Yeah. I, I just picked up um, a new Battletech game, uh, Robots Mech Warrior. Yeah. Uh, Mech Discord Warrior always, 5 Mercenary. Discord always tells me when you're playing it. It's fun. Yeah, I just and picked like, it up for. I'm like, damn, that bitch is playing a lot of Battletech. <laughs> well, Battletech is the turn based one that mm. I, I do that's kind of zen. But I recently got Mech Warrior, which is where you're inside the robot. And what? you're you're shoot you're shooting the lasers and you're you're blowing up buildings and taking out tanks and all that fun stuff. I played Mech Warrior for years while I was younger. We're talking about games I'm nostalgic for. Mm. Mech Warrior Two, which go on YouTube, look up the Mech Warrior Two soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It is a banger. It still is. Nice. It is iconic. People still talk about it. There's actually an artist, uh, some random person who went and did remixes 
That's of fun. all the songs on the album because it's just the music's so good. That sounds like a banger. But yeah, right around a robot shooting other robots, you know that kind of thing. That sounds delightful. My uh, gaming fix at the time, uh, exact same time actually, would have been Webkins and Club Penguin. Maybe some Build-A-Bear. I was still dabbling in Build-A-Bear around those days, but it was primarily Club Penguin at that point. I was a Club Penguin connoisseur, baby. It was stellar. Downside, um, that was very much one of those games where you had to pay a membership fee monthly um and then if you didn't have the cool clothes that were in that month's magazine people would know you were a poor or if you only had the outfits that like the free outfits that came with an event um because in the catalog it would have them side by side like it would have the little badge then it would have the dinky little free one so it's like one of the little propeller hats is twirling around and you look stupid as shit but then if you want to be sexy if you want to be a sexy pink penguin like i was at the time uh you would have to like pay real life money in order to wear a blonde wig or whatever and it sucked it sucked so bad how did you pay the money uh my friend uh, my best friend at the time claire uh her family was also really big on club penguin so i would get uh like the gift cards as like birthday gifts um remember begging mom for those for uh christmas and uh my birthday which are on opposite ends of the year so my system was that i would I would usually get like one month, which was like ten to fifteen bucks, which is a grift, a grift, oh, total grift, insane, especially but, for children. Oh yes, yes, but I believe it was owned by Disney around that point, so no fucking wonder, right? Um, You're right. I may be getting my timeline wrong, but Disney did kind of fuck them up and then shut the whole thing down. But that's a whole different tangent. So I just did that to the Jason Derulo tune. Okay, okay, I digress. But my plan, I would know exactly which date my membership would expire. So I would put on the cute outfit that I wanted to wear. Um, and then when it expired, it wouldn't take the clothes off you. Even if it was, oh. it, even if the member, the, like the membered clothes that you had bought were in your closet, if you didn't have the membership, you couldn't wear your own goddamn clothes. That's yeah. messed up. It is. So that's why I would have one outfit. I would pick which of the membership fits I wanted to wear, and then I would only wear that. Because if I took off even a single item, I would not be able to get it back. It sucked extremely badly. But as long as I was walking around uh, with one of those fits on, people wouldn't know that I was a poor. Um, so that was fun. That was cool. Just giving children all kind of complexes about, like, class signifiers and feeling like they oh, yeah. have to measure up and keep up. They started, oh, started you guys so young we didn't ha- we yeah. did not have any games that charged money like that when i was growing up yeah we still had a lot of the freeware and shareware games mm. and other video games that you could buy were still really easy to crack gotcha 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 yeah those not so much i mean i'm sure there are people who were but again i was eight at the time so maybe not so much um yeah. My other fix, however, was Webkin's. The scam of all scams in retrospect. But good God, was that a fun game to play online. And so the thing with those was that you would buy one of the Webkin stuffies in the store and it would come with a little attached code. Um, But each of the stuffies uh, used to be $15, then moved to $20. um, And you couldn't really get the tags unless it was attached to the stuffy or you did some shoplifting. I was eight, so I didn't do some shoplifting. Um, and there were areas online, like in retrospect, there were areas online where you could like buy codes off of people, but I had no money. So there's that. Um, you but were eight. 
Exactly. Um, My my bank account was very little. (laughs) Um, But I had, uh, of course, Christmas and birthday on opposite ends of the year. So the idea, I had it all mapped out of my head. Because a membership, because having a code renewed your membership, you basically had to get at least one new stuffy every year. And I can't even remember exactly what the membership stuff did. It wasn't everything at first, but then they slowly started upgrading it so you needed to be a member in order to really do anything fun. So it was um, about once a year that I would need to get a Webkins, and I remember freaking the fuck out because this was a year where for whatever reason, I hadn't gotten a new Webkins in time. And it was deadass like on Christmas day. And I was shitting myself. I was so upset that I didn't have a new one. My membership was gone. And I was like, my animals are all going to die. This is deeply upsetting. Anyway, I think I did end up getting a new one after that. Oh, they did also have the Lilkins, which was like the tiny little versions of the big ones. And those were, I think 15 bucks, maybe 10 bucks. They were barely any less. They're probably more like 12 to 15. Um, And those also came with codes. So you could just get really tiny little versions of all of them, and you could walk those around in game as well, and they were extremely oh. cute. Yeah. I can tell so sort right, of... Go ahead. Historic, histor- I was going to say, historically, right about the time you're describing, is when they were really first started developing pay-to-play. Yeah. Yeah, I know that tracks. So Web- Webkins and... Club Penguin. Club Penguin. I always forget the name of that one. <laughs> Webkins and Club Penguin were basically kind of the er pay to play mm-hmm. and they got you started early at age eight so that later on when stuff like you know Fortnite pops up or whatever yeah yeah no they've already got their hooks in you that shit will already ooh, that shit will take it out of your out of your pocket um build-a-bear was one that i frequented slightly less but it was stellar you know build-a-bear everyone knows build-a-bear the stuffy bitches um all of these were stuffy yeah, I, bitches a <laughs> uh, funny thing about build-a-bear i used mm. to work at t-rex on <gasps> disney property really and briefly only a few months. Gotcha. But I used to work on T-Rex on a, a Disney property what is in that? the section where you do the Build-A-Bear. Oh. They had a Build-A-Bear, but it was dinosaurs. That's adorable. But I know you love that. licensed by Build-A-Bear. No, I did it. I hated that job. It was awful. Okay, never mind. My idea was you're surrounded by dinosaurs, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. But it is Disney and surrounded by children. So, eh. Surrounded, not by children, by tourists. Yeah. Yeah, no. Tourists are the worst people to deal with. And anyone who's lived in Orlando and has worked any kind of uh, service job also, all agrees. Everyone agrees. You're a Tourists, trooper. they are the worst. Yeah, no, y'all deserve a Purple Heart for that one. Like, that is batshit. Because I trust, like, these people have spent hundreds, thousands on their fucking vacation. And so they're insistent that everything should go just right, just right their way because they paid money to be here and you didn't. Uh, and it's like, well, uh, unlucky for you, I don't get paid enough to deal with your bullshit. So, sorry, I'm not going to suck your dick in the middle of this T-Rex. Guess how much they paid me at T-Rex. Minimum wage? Not minimum. Okay. Nine fifty an hour. Fucking Christ. What year was this? This was in 2009. Yeesh. Yeah, that's a hard pass. That's not livable. That's... No. That's not livable. Not even a little. That's, that's why they only got me for a few months. I found a job, <laughs> thankfully, soon after that paid me a whopping ten fifty an hour. Wow. Uh, upgrades. Making money yeah, moves. Wait. Okay, go off. Wow. Got your bag, huh? Oh, goodness. I have Thanks. I have very rarely had a job that paid decently in my life. This is mm. the job I'm currently in is the first one that's paid remotely decent. Yeah. Uh 
Yeah, I I quit on Christmas Day because they Ooh. they had well they had me on the schedule. Fuck no, fuck that. And I was already doing the training for the other job at the time, and I, they, I was I I just called them up. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not coming in. No. I'm done. And they're like, well, you realize if you do this, you will never be able to work for another Darden Industry restaurant. Oh, bitch. Oh, no. I can't work at Red Lobster. <laughs> Boo fucking who. <laughs> God damn it. Outback Steakhouse is now out of my reach. I don't want your microwave mashed potatoes with tiny little crab bits. Again, grifters. The only good thing at Red Lobster is the biscuits. Everyone knows this. That's bullshit. Not even the biscuits. Huh? Not even the biscuits. It's the whole thing is just bleh. Yeah, it is. Oh, I forgot I was talking about Build-A-Bear. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I sidetracked you by talking no. about the Build-A-Dino. You're good. The whole premise of the podcast is that we sidetrack each other and then we talk for two hours. So, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, Build-A-Bear had kind of a similar membership deal, but for the fucking life of me, I cannot remember what it was. Honestly, oh, no, no, no. It was also buying cute clothes. Of course it was, right? Because kids yeah. love expressing themselves. Love, like, individuality, individuality complexes. Started young. I loved it. Um, this is all second life. This is exactly what it is. It really second is. Second life was just buying clothes for your mm-hmm. little doll thing. Yeah. And the fun thing with Build-A-Bear was that you would have your own avatar, and then you would carry your little Build-A-Bear in your little backpack, and their head would be peeking out, and it was adorable. It was so fucking cute. And then sometimes if you were in, like, a specific area, they could get out and, like, dance next to you. It was so cute. They were – it was, like, your furry best friend was, like, the idea of it. Um, In Club Penguin, you were just a penguin. In Webkins, you would basically move your pet around. If you were in your house, you'd click the squares, and then they'd walk there. Um, So this one was really fun for me because I got to have an avatar that looked like me. Loved it. It was super fun. I cannot remember the name of my character. Um, it was probably Crystal Jane because I used that name on like Webkins. It, that would be, that sounds like a drag queen name in retrospect. I feel like that would be. It a, does kind of. It does. Um, but I remember that Hannah actually named hers after me. Hannah, our sister, uh, and hers was Hazel, dead name, um, after me. And I thought that was really sweet. It was adorable. And she talked about using that as a name for her kid. Uh, for a while and it was really sweet we were super young um i think she was in like middle school or like high school at that point but it really sweet so i loved it but again with the membership shit that there's only so much you can do right and build a bear is a costly experience oh Mm -hmm. god 20 bucks 25 to get a build a bear i mean if you order them online they're even more expensive like it's they've only gouged the price since then I've had I had tourists yelling at me when I worked at the Build a Dino, because they're like, "Oh, this is so expensive!" Blah blah blah. We're like, "Well, it's officially is. licensed by Build a Bear, so not sure what you were expecting here." Yeah. In Disney World, right? The theme park notorious for being expensive. Mm-hmm. Take it up with Maxine. What's her face? The fact that I still remember the first name of the founder because she would always like write little notes on like the events and shit. That's so cute. Yeah. No. Take it up with Maxine. Build-A-Bear was really fun. The the owner of Build-A-Bear, at least at the time. Oh! Yeah, because, like, there would occasionally be, like, a sign or something around where, like, she'd written you a little note. It was super cute. Also, her signature would be on all of your bear's birth certificates, which was super cute. And I say bears pretty broadly. I mean, obviously, they started with teddy bears, but they've expanded to all kinds of creatures. And now, if you... I haven't been to an actual Build-A-Bear in ages, but from what I've heard, now whenever you go to one... 
it's just fucking like licensed merch for other companies. So like fucking Minions, yeah, Baby Yoda, like, like it's all shit like that. When they have the cutest original stuffies, I have a couple that sometimes I hold while I stream if I'm playing a spooky game. Like I have a really soft bear named Juniper and a cute little bunny uh, named Lavender, and they're precious. They're so cute. The original ones are miles and miles better than the officially licensed ones. My comfort stuffy. Stevie's sorry. official take. Yeah. The original my, ones are better. That's my hot take of the day. One of the ones that I believe they discontinued now is called the Brown Sugar Puppy. Adorable. And I named him Ruff after Fetch with Ruff Ruffman, which was a show on PBS at the time. One of my favorite shows. Did you ever see any part of that? I, I know it would have been past no. year. Yeah. It, you were not in childhood no. at that point, but I wondered if you'd encountered it at any point. Really delightful. I, I honestly, I haven't had access to a TV with cable uh, since... Oh God. Two thousand seven. Good God. I say. Over a decade, huh? Wow. Yeah, like I've well because I, I I figured out how to stream online. Yeah. Um and back in the day you there were websites you could go to ah. where you could stream movies for free. You love to see it. Those don't exist anymore. Oh, but they, they do. used to. But they're sketchy. Well, no, no. Well, the ones that do now is like you have to download the the the, the whatever. Yeah. Like um, LimeWire or whatever the equivalent of LimeWire is. These I think days. there's uh, Popcorn Time, and I used that one for a while. And for a while, I was able to watch it just like on the platform. But then it started telling me to download it, and I was like, "Well, fuck you, I guess." So I stopped. Well, the one I used back in the day it just was like some server in Russia that someone had put the movie on, That's and you nice. could just stream it off of that and watch it. That's how I saw um. That's how I saw Priest, which, um, by the way, oh, very good movie. It's Vampires. (gasps) Love it. It's got Carl Urban. Don't know who that is. Uh, He played McCoy in the new Star Treks. Haven't seen it. This is going really well. (laughs) Okay. He played, um, you've never seen the Chronicles of Riddick, so never mind. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. I never heard of it. It's awesome because, uh, fun little known fact about Vin Diesel, Mm. Vin Diesel Loves tabletop gaming. That's so cute. And he used his Fast and Furious money to create his own franchise called The Chronicles of Riddick, which is <gasps> a which is a kind of a sci-fi spacey character like thing he has going, where uh, Riddick has eyes that he can see in the dark, but the flip side of that is he has to wear shades all the time if he's in normal lighting, or he'll ah. also be blind. Ah. But that's that's a really boiled down version. But it's really fun. That sounds great. Uh, it's a fun movie. The first movie is called Pitch Black, mm. in which he's stuck on a planet where like the sun goes behind uh, another planet and it's mm-hmm. there's an eclipse that lasts twenty years or whatever. Ooh. And all these monsters that can only exist in the dark come out to try to eat all the colonists, oh, and they've no. got to try to escape. It's a really good movie. Um, that's then you have cool. the Chronicles of Riddick, which is the second one, and then I forget the name of the third one. But he also had a video game made uh, that you could play on Xbox. Cool. Uh, for the Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Uh, Fun name. All, all of these, very good movies. Go check them out. They're wonderful. But Carl Urban plays the bad guy in one of them. Uh, uh, Priest. You're talking about Priest. That was it. Yes. Uh-huh. But Vampires. Priest. Carl Urban. Ticking a lot re- of kinky boxes. Really fun. Really good. Uh, do you know who Carl Urban is? I'll look up a photo. Look up Carl Urban. Honestly, Carl Urban is somebody who... 
I feel like you're going to look at some of the pictures of, of some of his roles. New Zealand actor? Yeah, he is. Oh, he's cute. <gasps> okay. I can see a lot of his style becoming like hashtag goals for... Uh, very, very dad bod crush. I just know bitches would love this guy. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, he's he was in special- Bones? I never saw Bones, but I, hear, I, I see that he was... I don't know. He played Bones, as in McCoy That's what I was about to Star say. Trek. I thought it was about Bones the show, but I clicked on Bones, and now he's wearing the Star Trek uniform. Yeah, it's Star Trek. Yeah, it's Star Trek. He's cute. Good for him. But yeah, he was such a little twink. Uh, he was in... Um, oh, my God. I have to introduce you to Xena Warrior Princess, which was a TV show from the 90s. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if you've seen. Sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. Well, you had The Legend of Hercules. Uh-huh. Which had Kevin Sorbo, who is a piece of shit now these days. He's... Great. Ultra conservative and awful, uh, but is. there's a spinoff series called Xena Warrior Princess starring Lucy Lawless, and that was great because Lucy it had lesbians. It had lesbians. Hell uh, yeah! And also, it had uh, Carl, baby Carl Urban. He was very young at the time, not literal baby, but he was like <laughs> he's like twenty or something. Uh, Someone get playing, that baby a film contract. Playing Eros. Mm-hmm. Which actually look up Carl Urban as Eros. Okay, how do you spell Eros? E R O S. Let me double check to make sure that's oh, the same thing. Oh, I normally say it as Eros. Gotcha. That confused me. Oh, wait, he's got the little slutty little outfit on. Uh huh. With the with, with the bleach blonde hair. That is that is corn silk yellow hair. That looks awful on him. Yeah, that is not, definitely not his natural hair color. That is a horrifying color for them to put him in. It was very I feel 90s. Like in this photo, I feel like he's going to eat me. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, too. Yeah. Like, bitch, don't. See, in this one, he looks hot. He looks like he's a stripper at, like, a bachelorette party. But in the other ones, he looks he very looks like scary. A strip- he looks like a stripper in all of these. <laughs> yeah, he does. Either way. I like when he has the little, like, mustache that joins the beard and the little soul patch. That was a very 90s look. That's going to so come cute. back. Oh, I feel it's on the verge. If I could do that with my face, I absolutely would. That reminds me of fucking uh, Wesley from Princess Diaries. Gender envy for that bitch, now that I mention it. Carrie Alvis is so hot. Yeah. This has been Horny Hour with Stevie. Horny Hour with Stevie. Little does does the dear listener know, all hours with Stevie are horny hours with Stevie. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get the hose. On today's episode of Deeply Upsetting ASMR. (laughs) Right? But yes, that's baby Carl Urban. Um, Delightful. Jesus, how how do we get talking about that? Priest. You're talking to me about Priest. Priest. God damn it. (laughs) All this to say, very good movie. You should watch it. Great. You told me none of the premise. You just talked about Carl (laughs) Urban for 10 minutes. (laughs) Carl Urban is the premise. He plays the bad vampire. Okay, so I'm going to guess based on what you had told me. Okay, it's a movie called Priest, and there are vampires and Carl Urban. And Carl Urban is, I'm assuming, a hot bad vampire because the hot vampires yes. are always hotter than the good vampires. And I'm assuming that the protagonist there is are a no priest. Good vampires. Huh? Okay, it takes place oh, it, in the is far. It, f- is it a priest it, versus the vampires? Yes, it takes place in the far flung dystopian future where the environment has basically collapsed. Cool. Not at all. In an alternate timeline where humans have been battling vampires for millennia. Thrilling. And they created a class of warrior called the priests. Oh, okay. 
to to fight against the vampires. And at this point in the movie, uh, the vampires are all but defeated. They're stuck on little res- vampire reservations. But the vampires are not Twilight vampires. They're like weird Nosferatu zombie vampires. Fun. But Carl Urban is a sexy vampire and is the yeah. first sexy vampire. If you're the most, you like get to work your way up through the vampire ranks. So once you become the most evil vampire, you get to have a sexy body. But if someone suddenly like surpasses you in evil, you have to go back to being ugly. Oh, no, no, no. He used to be a priest, but then the vampires got (gasps) him and they turned him. Which Uh. in this universe isn't something that really can happen. Oh, so all the other vampires were just like born as vampires. Yeah, pretty much. If there's so few of them, there's going to be a lot of incest. No wonder they're fucking ugly. No hate... No hate to children of incest. Uh, I, that woof, woof, <laughs> woof. You can cut that out, sure but it's really I, funny. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure how I. Uh, I might. I don't know. That's woof. <laughs> Why don't you just say you know no no offense to Habsburgs? God, that's funny. I mean, it's the same thing. You're just this is more elegant. Ah. Uh. I don't beat like, around it, the bush like you do. <laughs> I don't beat her. I I am very direct. <laughs> Not earlier. You told me you'd be good with. You told me you'd be good uh, uh, recording at nine because you've been passing out at ten. And then I said, "Yeah, eight o'clock is okay." And you said, "Good," because I lied about when I was passing out. I've been passing out at nine p.m. We have to record earlier. I've been tired. Yeah. Also, I didn't want you to judge me too harshly. I but, won't. Uh, because I'm just I'm I'm tired and old now these days apparently. Yeah, yeah. God, when I was moving around the photo shoot earlier, my bones were creaking and shit, and I was like, "What is how ha- I'm truly falling to pieces." I'm like, I'm gonna like I want to get an exercise bike or something because this is untenable. Although that might make my joints worse, I don't really know. Hey, can any exercise buffs not tweet me on Twitter because I don't want to talk to you? But I would just like for you to transmit the information directly to my brain. Does working out make your joints bad? Because I feel like it would if you're working them a lot. But I also no, don't want to talk it- to any gym buffs. I'm pretty sure that like if you're you you responsibly work out and you don't overdo it, you okay. build up your joint strength and stuff, which is what okay. you really ought to be doing. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes in sense. my case, I'm looking at getting a uh, treadmill at some point, but Fine. just haven't haven't gotten it yet because we have so many things that we've trying to get done. I've still got to call the pest control. Okay, <laughs> I w- I was going to use my grill earlier to make Fun. myself dinner. Fun. I opened up my grill after oh, firing no. it up and doing the clicky-clicky button. Do you know what I found inside of it? Bug. A giant mud dauber nest. What the fuck is that? Mud It's a kind dauber? of wasp. Oh, no. That sounds horrible. So I left the grill cranked up really hot. Whoo. To kind of roast them in there. And, oh, God. Uh, those are so scary. Those are ended so scary. Up, ended up uh, cooking inside tonight. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, cooked on the grill. I'd be like, are you fucking, are you batshit? Nope. Not yeah. dealing with that. I still, I don't know if I told you, was it last time that I mentioned that I got stung by a dozen? Uh, you did tell me last time, yeah. Yeah. I was afraid so, you say you got stung more as well. Listen. No, I did not get stung more. Thankfully. Maybe the mud daubers were paying customers and you just didn't bother to check the tip jar. A little bit inconsiderate of you, uh, as we all know, the customer is always right. Uh, and I just think the customer is never right. The customer is never correct. The customer never knows more than the people working there. (laughs) Never. The customer, in a lot of cases, is the enemy to be hated. 
Because the customer is there to make your life miserable. The customer and the capitalist coined that phrase. No, the bosses that didn't have to deal with the customer coined that phrase. Yeah, that's the capitalist. Yeah, they're all like, hey, uh, you get to be miserable because you work for me. Let's add an extra spoonful of misery on top of that when Karen over here decides Mm. that she wants a coupon that's from another store to apply to this one. Speaking of Karen, have you seen the trailer for the new Karen movie? I have, and I don't care about it. I'd be a little bit harsh here, but like I saw it, and what I felt like it was doing was it's playing on... (sighs) Okay. Who is the audience for that movie? White people. Totally white people. Yeah. Yeah. Because black people already know and have to deal with this stuff of like... Their lives being under threat by white women tears. That's the way it's been for centuries. Oh, yeah. Uh, Off the top of my head, Emmett Till, prime example. It feels exploitative in a way Mm. of suffering of a group that is oppressed for the entertainment of the dominant group. Exactly. And I almost worry that you're giving the movie too much credit because it's... It's obviously a cash grab. It's obviously a get-out knockoff. They're never going to do what Jordan Peele did. And it's also... It's created by the BET, which I just learned today is run by white people. That's batshit to me. I feel like that's not right. For folks who don't know, BET stands for Black Entertainment Television and originally started as a channel uh, on TV of just black folks and their... Uh, music and their content uh, and then white people bought it and now it sucks ass um, so that's cool but the <sighs> trying to figure out exactly like how to phrase like what I feel about it like aside from the fact that the woman playing Karen her name rhymes with Karen and is also a fucking QAnon Trumpster oh is that like this is almost too on the nose how the fuck have y'all not like stopped working with it this is batshit but it's it feels like it's watering down the issue so much because like you said, the people who are being victimized in the fucking movie, they know the people reflecting that group IRL. know they're not going to want to watch it. And then white people, racist white people in particular are going to see that movie and go, see, I'm not like that. I'm not that bad. Like, And the whole thing puts the onus on individual actors. It takes away from talking about the actual systemic issues that do it, which would technically fall into critical race theory, which, as we all know right now, is the big thing that all the conservatives are losing their mind over, despite the fact it's only taught at, like, the collegiate level. Mm. Children never hear about it. Mm. It's something you have to seek out to learn about. Furthermore, they even get a a cute little extra bit in there where um, the Karen enlists her shady cop brother to attack these people because once again individual action it it Mm -hmm. reeks of bad apples it is oh my god oh my god and just not to mention bad acting through the whole fucking trailer like they're trying so goddamn hard and they just keep playing that one like high a that they do in horror movies to try and make it scary they just press the key on the piano once and say this is a masterpiece like damn bitch okay what are you doing? I'm ratcheting up the tension. Oh, great. You and uh, every other prestige television show since the mid-aughts mm-hmm. using that exact same technique. And they're, yeah. 
Right. Like, at what point do we replace good orchestration with one sustained A on the piano? But uh, man, when it got honestly, you, you know why so much good orchestration no longer exists? Hmm. It's because modern composers are basically handed a playlist by the producers and the director of "I want you to make the music that sounds like this." Mm. But now, instead of it being like John Williams being handed classical music by Wagner mm-hmm. and whatnot, or Mars, and being told, make it sound like this, it's people being handed soundtracks for other movies that were based on soundtracks from other movies mm-hmm. that were based on soundtracks from other movies mm-hmm. that were based on... So it, it's this recursive thing to where it like it's so far removed from the original source material yep. that it no longer represents it, only vaguely in tone, and... Okay, okay, here we go. I want you to uh, sing me the theme to Iron Man. What's Iron Man's theme? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in years. I actually don't think I've ever actually seen the first one, only one half of the third one. Okay. Uh, How about... um... Okay, how about Batman from the Christopher Nolan movies? What's Batman's theme? I have not seen... Do not involve me in this. I will not know what you're talking about. Please just sing it yourself. (laughs) No, the point is nobody knows the songs. Oh, I won the game. No, you didn't. You just haven't seen it. You can't. You're just. Cl- <laughs> you're using a shield of ignorance here. No, this is how. OK, fine. How about um, you really haven't seen any superhero movies? I have. I've seen some Marvel. I've seen a fair amount. Just not Iron Man. He's annoying. Please do not tweet at me about this. I don't care to hear it. I mean, it's not like Marvel's any good. Don't say that. They're going to come for you. Oh, I'll say it. No. Marvel, not that great. Never. Because in its current incarnation, it being owned by Disney, they have basically stripped out anything good from the comics in it, Mm -hmm. and they've boiled it down to the least offensive character archetypes that they can. Like, I, we mentioned this before in previous podcasts. I've never laughed at a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't. And like, some of the characters just feel like copy-paste of others. Like, yeah. Doctor Strange is Tony Stark. You're not supposed... Like, Marvel movies are really good at creating characters that you don't have any strong feelings about or against. Mm. They're just... I would I would argue against that, though, that because spot. they have managed to create such a devoted fan base, however, that does feel extremely strongly about those characters. So I don't know that that's true. I was extremely attached to Captain America and Bucky Barnes and Loki as a teenager. But that was also part of, like, just, like, uh, late... 2010s like Tumblr fangirl culture so a lot of that it was a lot of the stuff that I was seeing was from movies I'd never encountered and a lot of it was like fan headcanons and so a lot of my perception of Marvel came from that and so I'm almost certain that a lot of people's love of Marvel comes from the derivative works that are created from it and not from the actual content itself but you see therein lies the problem Mm. because it was the Tumblr fan culture Mm-hmm. That eventually, after the Tumblr dis- di- diaspora, when they got rid of porn, yep. spread throughout the rest of the internet, particularly on Twitter, and companies figured out using blind fan allegiances to create basically cults mm. of personality around these characters, mm-hmm. to where they didn't even have to do as much work as they may have had to previously do to establish something about these characters because the fans were willing to do all the heavy lifting and assign these attributes to the characters without the company having to specifically do it. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. So all of a sudden you end up with, oh, this character is a gay icon. Why? Because we want him to be, but Disney doesn't fucking care. And Disney is more than willing to drop hints every now and then that, oh, yeah, tee-hee-hee, sure they are, but they'll never say it. Yeah, yeah. They'll never never come out and actually give you representation you're after. They will have the fans do all the heavy lifting. Loki, however, in the new show, I haven't gotten caught up. I think there's like two episodes I haven't seen. Spoilers for anyone who's watching Loki. I don't know. Skip to... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna tell you. I don't... I can't see the future. I'm not watching. Yeah, too bad. So, uh... In the most recent episode, uh... It looks like there's a moment where Loki meets, uh... Himself from... I believe, like, in his past or in his future. I can't remember which. I think it's him. But as a woman, because Loki, in Norse lore, is a shapeshifter. Like, Mm -hmm. Loki is canonically genderqueer. There are literally myths where Loki is a woman, dresses as a woman, etc. And, like... He's Not just like, that. Hmm. Odin rides a rides a horse that has like eight legs named yeah. Slepner. Slepner. That's fun. You I know who the great. parent of Slepner is? Don't be a woman. Don't be a woman. Loki. No. Loki so, gave birth to Slepner, the horse that Odin rides. Isn't Odin his dad? Yeah. Sort of. It's complicated. <sighs> yeah, mythology has a lot of incest in it, huh? Well, well, no, he didn't get fucked by his dad to make the horse. It's just his dad's horse. He so gave... he fucked a horse to make a horse. So it's... he was a horse, and he bred with a horse to make a horse. Not really. It's never really clearly whatever. It's just... I sure Loki... wish it was. Loki is the parent, does not specify any other parent, Fine. the parent of Sleipner. They just, like, birthed a horse all on their own. Asexual reproduction. You go, girl. You go. Real girl boss moment. So, See, again, will Disney ever, you know, sack up and have Tom Hiddleston give birth to an eight-legged horse on screen? I'm no. certain Tom They're Hiddleston would say yes. He's passionate uh, enough. I love him. He would say yes. But Disney... Why not? Disney is too afraid because of the lib charts to let Loki birth a horse on screen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they need. They need to just... You know, buck up and and, and f- take a strong stand and say, no, we are here for the representation of people who give birth to eight-legged horses asexually. <laughs> it is high time that they were able to see themselves and the characters and on the screens. What, what What's that? What's that? Tr- trans represent? I don't what what I don't understand quite that is. No, no. We're here for the horse birthers. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you know? The new hot thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's been our show. Uh, Stevie, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over at uh, my TikTok, Stevie.B, or on Twitch.tv forward slash Stevie underscore B. But if that's all too much of a mouthful, you can go to StevieB.com. That's StevieBea.com, and all of my shit is over there. There's also part of uh, uh, StevieB.com which talks about uh, fucking monsters. So, have yes. fun reading that. You can find a list of every monster I have ever thought about fucking, and you can see exactly what I thought about them. We also have cbb.com slash gender swap, so if you're ever looking for other places to listen to us, or if you're looking for our Patreon or our Twitter, that is also linked on over there. Which, by the way, thank you to all of our sweet, sweet Patreon list. uh, so fuck. Thank you to all of our sweet, sweet Patreon subscribers. We already have many more than we thought we would, or maybe should, so this is really thrilling. Uh, if you want to get in on we the ground floor... Of a uh, bonus episodes, yeah, we adore you. Get on in there. Uh, it's it's very affordable. We're not. Listen, we're For not the $3 high class. Tier. 
we're not high class we're just like down to earth fancy ladies you know we keep it classy we don't but uh, we did just mention monster fucking i digress so anyway if you want to hear bonus episodes hit us up on patreon and tweet us if you hate our content for three dollars a month you can listen to bonus uh content which uh we post every two weeks and we post bonus content on the off weeks oh that's so you'll be so for three dollars a month you'll get uh weekly content basically yeah you can get a fix every single week and it's looking like the bonus ups are probably going to be a lot of us doing a lot of media analysis media discussion because god do we love to talk about media we're just big fans of movies and video games mostly just saying hey have you watched this and then the other person goes no i've never heard of this yeah because thanks to the generational gap which i was about to say is a bit we forgot to do today but we could definitely do that before second life we can have that drop uh thanks to that good old generational gap uh we never know what the other person is talking about so it's just a constant session of learning corner over on the gender swap podcast exactly uh as for where you can find me uh you can find me on Twitter at MXMaxwellMusic. You can find my music on Bandcamp at MXMaxwell1.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, we've got a Patreon. Hit us up over there. I think that covers it. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We do indeed. Bye. Bye.